0: Hello, Fightful Faithful. Welcome to another episode of the Sour Graps post-NXT After Party. I'm your host, Alex Pulowski, and for the first time, really, with full force in my heart, I can say, everything sucks. Mm-hmm. Kate, Every. to, me, as always, Kate Hensler.
1: <sighs> Man.
2: Jesus.
1: This was so bad. Alex, here's the thing. (laughs) I had a cranky day. And you know what? It started Uh yesterday because here's what happened. Uh Uh-oh. At like 3 o'clock, I was like, you know what? I need to pick me up. I'm tired. I was like, I'm going to get like a small coffee. I'm just going to get like a little something. And you know what they did at the coffee shop? They gave Uh me an entire French press. And like an idiot, I drank the entire French press. Instead of just drinking a reasonable amount of coffee for the middle of the day. So then I was on crack the rest of the day. I couldn't sleep. (laughs) I was up till like 6 a.m. It was terrible. (laughs) So I overslept. And then I had a dumb day. My bangs, which are like award winning, basically, won't Uh even be straightened today. Uh I did have a bang and cheeseburger to try and turn my day around, which was helpful, but not a cure all. And then... I was like, this is the most sour of a day I've had going into NXT. And I was like, is this the worst episode we've seen yet? Or am I extra sour? And I think it's a little bit of both, to be honest. But this was just a really, really bad episode on top of a stupid day. I say dumb day, not bad day, because it's all gonna be gone by like the end of the week. Like there's nothing of consequence bad that happened today. Um much like this episode of NXT, hopefully it will just wash away in the very near future. But Alex, man, yeah. I... I.
0: Well, I, regarding, regarding your story, <laughs> you're, you're talking to a person who doesn't drink coffee, so you lost me at French press. Is it anything like a bench press? Because I used to
2: do those.
1: <laughs> it's like 24 <laughs> ounces of freshly brewed coffee in front of your face. Uh-huh. So it's kind of like bench pressing caffeine into your system. Oh, like cool! No, that's side. good.
0: Yeah, yeah. Just hook it to my oh, veins, but like, what
1: So anyway, um, leave a thumbs up on this video.
0: Yeah, do that. Please, <laughs> so I leave a thumbs up. It would really help out Kate, who's still probably fiending on 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 crack coffee, and 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 me. It would make me feel better because everything everything sucks. Because because because. Okay, before we get into this, send in your Chats, humperchats, Humperchats.com. We, we prefer you use that because we get a sweeter piece of the pie. Or you can just drop in a super chat uh, at the bottom of the chat here on YouTube. Um, also, subscribe to FIFO Select. Um, uh, we, we'll, we'll, we'll be doing more stuff over there, Kate and I. It'll, it'll be fun. We'll make sure it's, it's worth your while. Um, Kate, um, it, the virus has won we decided to let the virus win like it's just like oh are are you sick no then you're not you're not contagious which is not how this particular virus works um and like it's not even just in wwe like a whole bunch of guys who like tested positive in the nfl over the past couple of days they're totally fine to play on sunday because you know money and and there was a guy who was playing against my beloved Milwaukee Bucks tonight. He played 19 minutes in the game. Before the game was over, they told him, you got to go to the locker room. You're, you tested positive. So during the 19 minutes when he was on the court, he was infecting all of my guys.
1: Your guys.
0: That's not okay. Because we no. got a championship to defend, and no more games missed from COVID for Giannis Antetokounmpo. But here I... in WWE... They've just decided we're going to stop testing for it. For it. If, if, if You're not sick if we don't know you're sick. Everybody come to work.
1: And like on top of that. So I get that there's a point. I get it. That there's going to be a point where this exists in society. And we have to move forward with my life. I'm a little sensitive to this right now because my sister has it and just mm-hmm. had it and is still battling with it. Not a cold if you don't have the booster. Real bad. Um, but on top of that, to actively decide to stop testing when your company is having an outbreak is like a whole nother level of what the hell is going on here. <laughs> well, that's the
0: now, reason they're, they're stopping the testing. If they hadn't had an outbreak, they wouldn't have to stop testing because they found out they had an outbreak. And then, well, it feels like this. Hey, Vince, a bunch of the top guys tested positive, And he's like, So are they sick? No, they're not sick, but they are contagious. So we have to send them home. But why do we have to send them home if they're not sick? Well, we we have to. Like, they tested positive. Ah, what if they didn't test anything at all? Then we wouldn't know. We wouldn't have to send them home. Perfect. Roman
1: Reigns is in recovery from leukemia. Like he's in remission
0: from leukemia. Like it's it's the most ridiculous thing in the world because of that. Because he's not. I mean, like if uh, I understand, they're like. Keeping him away from everything, I believe, is a precautionary measure, because they have this really important Brock Lesnar match on Saturday. They want everybody to be healthy for. You know what I mean? So it it, it's just one of those deals of if we don't know you're sick, you're not sick, and we have literally many, many of the people who are going to be around people who are going to be sick but not know they're sick but are be contagious or possibly could take it home to all of their infant children who are not vaccinated for this kind of thing. You know what I mean? So that's the thing. Like Seth Rollins getting sick is like, uh, you know, he sends in a wacky video from his home in Iowa and like down the down the hall is a little unvaccinated infant who's asleep that he can't be around because he might get her sick because he got it at work. But now he won't know that he got it at work because he won't test for it at work. And apparently it's even worse than the PC. Like, it's just a giant outbreak. Nobody was on the show tonight. They had yeah. all these a- advertised appearances that were like either um we advertised you coming. Don't bother to come because we don't want you to get sick, Matt Riddle. Yeah. Or um there were a bunch of matches we were supposed to have. Let's my- reschedule something random instead but because we can't because those people are or let's have top talent send in a video message from their from their apartment because either they tested positive but are asymptomatic and they're staying at home or we don't want them to get this horrible disease that's circulating around the performance
2: center it's just madness
1: i remember i think in my first or second episode i said. It was going to be like the horse was loose in the hospital. I yeah, referenced that John Mulaney yeah. bit. Yeah. That's what I thought it was going to be with Vince taking over. This is a whole other level of there's a horse loose in the hospital because nobody yeah. knows what they're doing. Um, but it it uh, it didn't help this
0: episode, Alex.
1: <laughs> it did it, not. It, it, help. it really
0: didn't. And it was one. It's one of those things where like. I I guess I could never expect them to just be honest and say, these people are out because they've tested positive for this this disease that we're all dealing with in different ways. Like, you know, whether or not you've lost a loved one, you know, like there's now over 800,000 people in America who have died from this thing in the past less than two years, or... Uh, or you got it and you got a really bad case of it, and now you're now you try to get back on, on the road to recovery. Or maybe you're like Keith Lee, who got it and got a, a related heart condition to it that kept out of kept him from doing anything he wanted to do in his career for like seven months. Like all this stuff, everybody is dealing with in different ways. And it maybe would to me, it would feel like just kind of a hey, WWE superstars, they're just like us kind of a thing where where we we could we could look at them and say well they're they're also human beings like that's a way to connect these people but but the people on top of WWE don't want them to feel like human beings they're supposed to be superstars which is a a, a code for some other otherworldly being that isn't affected by real world laws or physics
1: so another problem is because NXT is so bad to start with there was no chance that them having to switch gears and do something organic was going to create a better product. We saw that happen when the plane was traded in Saudi Arabia and NXT had to like invade the main roster just for like a human resource perspective. Like that was one of their better episodes. We saw them have to do like promo roulette for the WrestleMania rain delay. I thought those were some of the best promos that people had given from when you got like your Seth Rollinses and your Kevin Owens and your Sami Zayn's in that mix, um, but when you have a bunch of green talent, it, it's not like uh, it, no, it's it's not gonna rise up. Yeah, <laughs> that is not what happened here. Yeah. So.
2: Yeah.
0: <clears throat> anyway. Um we got an episode of NXT that was drastically uh changed for this um we
1: which is good prep for the main roster which is I guess. which is
0: good which is good cuz that's going to be a thing that like again the, the the quote unquote the good news out of this development is this kind of thing will never happen again because nobody will know that they're that they're contagious you know there on you the off chance somebody gets actually sick enough to miss work yeah um uh, we were supposed to get um, a um, um, a big tag team match between Toxic Attraction and um, and Cora Jade and uh, Raquel Gonzalez. Spoiler alert, that didn't happen. We'll talk more about what happened instead. We were supposed to get Matt Riddle in the building with MSK to in challenge Imperium. Matt Riddle sent in a video message. We were supposed to get uh, Dexter Loomis versus Grayson Waller. As well, now that one they actually explained away by saying the Dexter Loomis wasn't cleared after the one chair shot that he that he received from Grayson Waller last week.
1: Grayson Correct. Waller he's was the
0: one who came out and killer. yeah. Well, you know he's got a he's got a he's got a bruise on his back. He's got a boo boo. Um, Grayson Waller came out and oh boy, am I done with the Grayson Waller stuff? Um, uh, Grayson Waller. Uh, is five and five in his career on two Oh five live and Ofer in everything on NXT coming into the night. And out of all of that, they said, let's push this guy to the moon. Um, and I, I feel like like wins and losses don't necessarily matter as much as they should. His thing is wins and losses don't matter at all i don't feel like nxt's thing should be that wins and losses don't matter at all like when with you when you decide we're gonna push this guy to the moon and we haven't thought highly enough of him coming into this push to book him to win matches well i mean that's just an indictment of of everything like if you, if you can't see a few weeks ahead uh, enough to be able to say well this here here we go here's Here's this guy. Let's give him a few wins over lesser competition. So at least we know he's he's on a three-match win streak going into the time where he comes out and out of nowhere calls out Tommaso Ciampa for a for a title match and gets it. Like, perhaps we should probably plan ahead for something like that. But no, apparently not.
1: Uh yeah, so. This is weird to say, but I feel like losses matter more than wins. And what I mean by that is um if you're going to have a gimmick that starts with I'm better than a bunch of indie guys, and you end up in the same place and you've lost to half the indie guys, you're not you're inherently not better than half than the indie guys. Like you're just not. Mm. <laughs> We've seen it time and time again. Um I don't think he's bad at this gimmick. I think this gimmick is terrible to have exist in the context that it's it's existing in. I don't think it makes sense to have somebody come from the main roster and for you to say you don't understand why they're over. I don't mm. understand why your outfit looks like Von Wagner's sleeping bag. I'll put that out there. I, he just hasn't actually done anything to be justify being this cocky. I think he's good at being this cocky. And I thought the match was serviceable enough. I think his selling is pretty good. Like, there was some good selling he did for... I mean, Odyssey Jones is a big boy. You better be. Um, But, like, you don't get to say you're... You don't get to have a gimmick where you say you're better than everybody else. And there's nothing to back that up at all like right. you can't say wins and losses matter but then you're that you're better than everybody else at this if aw if mjf just went around losing a bunch yeah that guy, that doesn't work that that doesn't work at all so right.
3: um
1: it's like on the cusp of going away heap for me and it's if they had built this character up correctly, instead of just have him attack Donnie Gargano, I, th- I it I, would be but, fine.
0: But like, I guess they had that plan a few weeks in advance, but but they did nothing to build to. Hello, Lash Legend, I'd like to be on your show, please. Now I'm going to shit talk all indie wrestlers and the concept of indie wrestling, like out of the blue for no reason. I, I for just just like an RKO out of nowhere, just. Um. Now, now, I'm now. Here's my heel turn. It hasn't been built to in any way at all. We there's been no inkling that this is about to happen. Here it is, and let's just have him repeat that stuff ad nauseum to get the crowd to to give him the thumbs down. Um, and uh, and listen, I think I think the guy is a is a he's a a mid talent right now. Like he's fine. He's fine like he's not like Dominic Mysterio bad he's fine um that is a that is a running gag on the Fightful Select show Dominic Mysterio is improving man a year ago he was terrible but here's the thing Grayson Waller is fine um and he's got a decent upside which means I think he can get better okay but I don't think his ceiling, his absolute ceiling, is anywhere near the level of special that would warrant this kind of push. Like we're de- we're pairing you up with one of the top five workers in the history of the business in AJ Styles. Like there's, you have to be so special to get that kind of treatment. I think, and I don't think he's even even anywhere near that kind of special. And because they, ins- because um. There's the old joke from Family Guy of um, that that Peter doesn't like the Godfather. And his son, Chris, says, how can you not like the Godfather? I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. It insists upon itself. That is this kind of booking. It insists upon itself. It is just like, no, no, no. We, we are telling you this is what it is. You have to accept it. Don't question it. It's just what it is. We've decided this guy is the most important guy on the show. Here it is. And we're going to keep using him over and over and over again to get that sweet, sweet heat. That's the candy that daddy likes. The only thing that we love is your people booing us.
1: But what I don't... So if you come out here and say, blah, 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 I'm the best at this. Save one amazing underrated CM Punk promo where he said, we all say we're the best at this. but Hart said it. Chris Jericho said it. I'm saying it. Outside of that one great CM Punk promo, the next logical question is for whoever you're facing to ask, why do you think you're the best at this? And right now he has no actual response. Like, he hasn't had any wins. He hasn't had any titles. There's just nothing for him to point to that would suggest this other than, well, I just am. And there's just no meat on the bone in that. So it's like, if he's not super, super skilled at this, and he's never held a title and he's not winning it just doesn't work and it also doesn't work for you to go out there and talk a bunch of shit about a guy who has one like i don't know aj styles one of the most decorated professional wrestlers like, of all time uh, and you... on top of that they're not even digging into the fact that aj styles was like mr Indy. they haven't really even gone into i i know they no. don't acknowledge other companies no, but, but like he was the indie darling mm-hmm. that existed when they picked him up and they're not even referencing that at all.
0: Like he, he can say, I've, I've been, I've been, I've been working for 20 years, but they'll never acknowledge that they, like he can say that out loud, but according to the company, his career started when he walked out at number three in that Royal rumble. That was when his career started. And it's just a weird thing that you could have him come out and say, I broke for 20 years, but we won't won't acknowledge anything in the company before five years ago. It's just, it's just crazy it's like if
1: they tried to give andre chase this gimmick where you're like you haven't done anything here though like you can't you can't have no evidence for it because any logical person even even kids Mm -hmm. are going to be like well why is this guy the best carmelo hayes can do it a little bit because he actually has a title and he's winning it just makes no sense
0: yeah um so, um, we, we got some super chats in here to start out with the, uh, the Pringle and the Hensler saga. JW Pringle says, hi, Kate's mom and dad. I hope you have a great new year. Here's to a better 2022. And Paul Hensler says, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, and a blessed festivus to Team Kalex, all the fightful, faithful, and naturally JW Pringle.
1: So very um, important in the long-term yeah. storytelling. My dad actually did super chat on Christmas. It's just that it got in before we started. Oh, okay. So he just wanted, he told me, and I want you to know <laughs> JW Pringle. He would never leave you in the cold no. on Christmas.
0: Not like that. Yeah.
1: How cute are my parents?
0: Um and, uh, <laughs> adorbs.
1: Adorbs. Cuter than my bangs today.
0: <laughs> um, so yeah, he comes out and, and talks. Um He talks, Waller talks about how he showed up on Raw last night, which apparently was, was a, you know, an actual thing they were planning before the whole COVID thing fell apart. There was a lot of jokes about, man, you got to be down bad if you went and rushed Grayson Waller to Detroit. (laughs) But apparently that was a thing they had planned. Um, And so he comes out and he's going to talk crap about Dexter Loomis. Because Loomis isn't here, so I guess there's nobody here. Anybody in the back want to come out and face me? And it's Odyssey Jones, and he decides immediately I'm not going to face Odyssey Jones. I'm going to leave, and Odyssey Jones says, "Uh, "You think you're a you're a big time superstar, but you're actually a big time bitch," which is just great because that's that's the only that's the only reason that is like. Um, calling Marty McFly a chicken. You just call any (laughs) anybody a bitch in in WWE. They have to. Oh well, that's it. Them's fighting words. Uh, and he he has a match with Odyssey Jones. It's fine. It's fine. It's nothing to write home about. It's fine. I've missed Odyssey Jones. I'd like to see him on my screen a lot more often than I see Grayson Waller. Um, but uh, uh, Grayson Waller wins. Uh, he is pulled off the top turnbuckle, and with it, he pulls the turnbuckle pad. And so he's able to misdirect um, Ozzy Jones' forehead into the turnbuckle. Um, and uh, then he hits a like a, a rolling stunner thing and gets the victory. Um, and then he talks some more shit. And uh, AJ Styles comes on the TitanTron with a pre-recorded message about how he's, I'm going to be at New Year's Evil next week. And uh, everyone was like, oh, shit, they're actually going to do this. Grayson Waller versus AJ Styles at New Year's Evil, huh? No, they were very, very, very careful to say later. And AJ Styles will return to confront Grayson Waller next week, which to me signals this. They're doing the match. They're just not doing it in NXT because Grayson Waller getting the call up. Grayson Waller going to eliminate AJ Styles from the Royal Rumble. And then they'll do the match after that.
1: So they're doing what, what with Omos.
0: Just... Eventually, they'll have Omos destroy AJ Styles when Omos isn't sent home from Detroit for reasons during a COVID outbreak. Um, but eventually, they'll do Omos versus AJ Styles between now and the Rumble. And then at the Rumble, they'll definitely have Grayson Waller come up and, and do it. They'll just do the whole. He's going to get the call up. Because, again... If he gets if it, a
1: call-up before LA night. I'm going to be so unbelievably perplexed.
0: Listen, um, on Raw, he'll just be part of the void of shit. Like, in NXT, he's the most important guy, and they're going to insist on him being on the screen all the time. On Raw, Vince is going to lose track of him in three or four weeks. And then he'll just be a guy chasing around Dana Brooke but not actually pinning her for the 24-7 title. Here's hoping.
1: Or an egg. Uh, yeah, match was fine. I I wrote in my notes, I'm um, sorry, idiots, how do you miss a whole-ass turnbuckle pad?
3: Because
1: yeah. <laughs> he was, like, holding it. He was holding the turnbuckle yeah. pad as he was on someone's shoulders. And I also just wrote, um, you know, my favorite wrestlers are all talkers, right? Eddie Kingston, Potna... Uh, CM Punk, uh, guys, that sound like they they speak like human beings. That's the Grayson Waller effect. That shit. The Grayson Waller
0: effect is a terrible.
1: It's a terrible, it's a terrible
2: phrase. phrase. Yeah.
1: And I hate catchphrases. On top of it, it just makes me think of there's um there's a show with a magician called the Something Effect. I forget what it is, but it's on after Impractical Jokers, which I watch all the time. Um. What is it called? I wish I could remember, but that's all I can think of when he says uh-huh. this "effect" business. Um, so it's a terrible catchphrase, and I hate catchphrases. Yeah, it seems very much like the Miz, so I I get it, but uh, you know, as someone who likes guys that are like, "Hey, I'm just I'm gonna kick your ass. Uh, here's all the ways I'm gonna do that," which is pretty much what the guys I like do. Um, this is just barf city so i hated thing, that whole the thing The thing.
0: about about grayson waller is that he may he may as well just be an animatronic figure in the hall of presidents like he's just talking like the crowd is is, is going crazy booing him because they hate him so much but he's just talking like it doesn't feel like he's actually responding or that he's a he's a he's just he's just talking like he doesn't not it feels like this is the way I was programmed to deliver these lines this is the way I'm going to do them um but i i, I don't know like it wasn't like i was in love with his babyface persona either but it's just like it feels so odd right. out of everybody to say this is the guy after we 50-50ed him for months on on 205 live and made sure he never won a match in NXT on television now we're going to turn him heel out of the friggin' blue and make him the most important. It doesn't make any sense. It's like he won a lottery backstage that we didn't know about. It's that random.
1: Well, Our... when you lose something as important as the Halloween Havoc hosting spot.
0: Yeah.
1: If they're going to take that away from you, they got to push you in some other way. Because to be robbed of such an honor.
0: The batter to one jam Beard says, Omos will team up oh, with Waller God, on the Oh, God, no. Main roster. Please, no. Please know, um, Omos is gonna have to team up with somebody because because he he, he, he's he <laughs> he's he's the new Kali. Um, I yeah. thought
1: for sure this angle was gonna be used to get him back down to NXT, but maybe not.
0: Yeah. JD Pringle says the bit Kate's dad and I have going is in my opinion longer running and better than anything 2.0 has going. <laughs> Man, this show is bad. It it well it's it's not it's not good tonight. I have faith that if the people who are in the matches next week are healthy enough to compete, big if, that some of the matches next week on New Year's Evil could be really, really great.
1: And are you going to sit here and tell me they're better than my dad and J.W. Pringle? Because I think you're also missing the point The
0: storytelling isn't going to be good. But I think the matches next week could be good. And then for the next several weeks after that, the show is going to be terrible again.
1: Little known fact, Paul Hensler, amazing Canadian destroyer.
0: Oh, lariats have tosses all but they call guys. it the binghamton destroyer that's right uh, uh, collins on the rocks says here for kate's bangs <sighs> Thank i'm snowed slash iced in here in seattle you are my entertainment this evening much love yes yeah, stay stay Look, safe I'm out sorry in the crazy weather out there
1: would be a disappointment but my straightener could not fix this i'm so sorry that this is what you tuned in for and this is what you're getting okay this is what happens when you drink a French press of coffee at like three in the afternoon the night before, you can't fall asleep all day. So you're a zombie who oversleeps and then is mad that she overslept and can do nothing but like eat a cheeseburger and go to the post office and get a little bit of work done.
0: All right. We'll Let's in a little secret. <laughs> I, I, got, I got some really nice bangs under here, but you can't see them. So. There you oh, go.
1: my God. You have John Cena bangs.
0: I have. Yeah. Uh, John Cena banks they're made they may they're made out of genuine John Cena
1: they're made out of jorts and brightly colored
3: t-shirts
0: yeah um so so tonight was one thing they actually uh went through with and actually um and and um oh oh hold on yeah well I'll talk about this later um Right. So yeah, um uh, okay. Um
1: can we talk about this dumb coexisting thing that they keep? Yeah, doing
0: let's do us? that. Let's do that. Let's let's do that. <sighs> now I, I will say this was one of the most creative ways to get around, hey, this act has been pulled. Let's let's do a better match, potentially better match, and add some out-of-the-blue stakes to it. Like that. Is what you should probably do if a match you had planned couldn't go. Let's figure out a way to make it better, not make it like the same or worse. So,
1: so I love the match. This promo was weird for like a hundred <laughs> oh, reasons. Of course. So, Core Jade once again says, "Are we going to be able to coexist?" Look, I hated it the first time. I went on a real big rant about how it was insulting. To reiterate to us that you're aware that your product fucking sucks. And now they're doing that. And it's not going to even get a reaction because they keep doing it. And it's like, now it's tired and insulting. So I hated that. And then I guess I'm supposed to believe that Mandy Rose just floats around in a pool mm -hmm. with a monitor in front of her. Mm Waiting for
0: four women to cut a in promo. glorious 720p. Just... I have
1: decided that she did not get out of the pool since last week. She's been she... in the pool the whole time. She's disgusting. She she's... looks so hot. She hasn't showered.
0: She's pruny rose.
1: She's so, she's a pruny rose.
0: She's a pruny pruney rose. Prune rose. those roses.
1: Oh my goodness. She's disgusting. Her hair is turning green at this point from the chlorine. <laughs> She, she smells terrible.
0: She, she, uh, so we, okay. So anyway, the, the, yeah, there's she an interview with... Court- the pool waiting for her opponents to cut a right. promo.
1: And then she decides to cut the match right. because William Regal is gone to no avail.
0: Because William Regal is sitting in a broom closet somewhere. Somebody please find William.
1: Handcuffed to Samoa Joe.
0: Ah. Uh, <laughs> so, so, the... Anyway, Io Shirai comes up to Cora Jade and says, whichever one of the two of you beats Mandy Rose, I got next. I never got my rematch, Raquel, which I did like that touch of like, that's that's a bit of history that they could play on if they wanted to. It's never going to come into play again, but I like that they ever re- 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 it. And then Kaylee Ray comes out and says, no, I want whoever wins this match at, at, at New Year's Evil. And then Mandy Rose, I don't know how she just appears on the screen Like if you want to say she can book her own matches because the she's the she's the women's champion, like that's less of a stretch than I can make myself appear on a screen behind the women who are giving this interview. Um, But she says, "How about this? I'm going to pull my girls out of this match tonight for no other reason than because I can. Certainly not because of the other things people are being pulled from events are. But how about Kaylee Ray and Io Shirai?" Versus Cora Jade and Raquel Gonzalez, and the winning team they get the two spots in the triple threat versus versus me on on uh, uh, New Year's Evil, and I was like, at this
3: point, don't tease me.
0: At this point, don't tease me with Io Shirai and Kaylee Ray, two of the best champions at the NXT brand across both ever. continents has ever had, taking the place of Raquel, who's, who's Raquel, let's be honest, if you know about Raquel, and Cora Jade, who, listen, she's sweet. I think she's got a lot of talent. She's not ready for it yet. Like... The, the, I, I, in no way should Cora J be leapfrogging Io Shirai and Kaylee Ray on her way to the title. Just not not a thing that she should be doing at this point. Um, So I wanted Kaylee Ray and Io Shirai to win this match, honestly. I thought it would be a really cool swerve. Let's be honest, none of these four women are going to beat Mandy Rose on Tuesday next week. So what does it matter? Honestly, they'll get their title shots further down the line. But apparently, I don't book the show.
1: No, that's very apparent when I watch it. Because if you booked it, things would make sense. (laughs) Uh, And people wouldn't appear from the pool. Here's the thing. Can't they just have to, like, text William Regal to make matches? Like, can't you even just give me that? They do that in AEW all the time where they're like, I spoke to Tony Khan. That's enough for me. That's the guy you should speak to to set the matches. And guess what? If you were lying about it, I bet TK would be like... Hey, you little sneak. That's not true. But just like, I don't know. Maybe William Regal is a victim of the NXT parking lot. Where did he go? I'm so sad. And why has yeah. nobody filled his place? Um, so I think their solution to this was actually pretty cool. Much like you said. And But the segment was just so... This was weird. Yeah. And by the way, I'm very aware about people being pulled for COVID. That doesn't mean you can't like have a pre-taped segment. Mm-hmm. They had this done three times where they appeared like via satellite, yeah. like they were on some media satellite tour. Mm-hmm. Like just record something and send it in.
0: Yeah, I mean this. The other thing is, uh, I I mean I'm not really sure exactly what who who why who why who who gets what and why. I'm not really sure. This was um, like a
1: Zoom meeting episode of NXT. <laughs>
0: yeah. Uh, <laughs> Um, uh, Christian Knight says, Hello, Alex. Okay, can we talk Hook instead? No, yes, we we, we talked, we talked Hook for a very long time. On, hook on... is
1: great, Hook, hook is, is a star, Hook yeah. has amazing hair, hook, hook is so smooth in the ring. All of his judo stuff is really cool. There's my dog for you. My okay. dog is excited about Hook, Hook is great, and unlike Veer, he's actually showed up,
0: yeah. Um, so, uh, we we got um, Grayson Waller backstage, angry at AJ Styles. How dare you insult me via a pre-taped video segment? And he bumps into MSK, who's here. Uh, and 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 um, they 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 come out, um, and they're gonna do the thing with Matt Riddle, where they're gonna challenge Imperium. But Matt Riddle is on the anyway. I thought for my, for a second, maybe the reason they took them out of action, like out of the performance center uh, and did all this remote video stuff for six weeks is to get people to forget why they were booing them in the first place. Because when they came out, it felt like they were uniformly cheered by this audience. So that's good. That's a step up. Maybe that worked. Um, but they say, you know, we were doing our thing and we wanted Riddle to be here and he couldn't. And Riddle comes up and he's got a pre-tape segment. That's very important to remember. He says it's a pre. He's a pre-tape segment. He says, "Sorry, guys, it couldn't be there. Plans change." Yep, we know they do. Sure uh, do, Maddie. You got a title match uh, on on Saturday, and I feel like they you, you, they probably don't want to risk that for this. Um. Anyway, uh, you guys just got to remember that you you're awesome, and so go ahead and challenge Imperium. And so MSK is like, oh, that's awesome. Thanks, Matt Riddle, who then just goes away. But apparently he's just been put on hold, which is a weird thing. And then he's like, okay, Imperium, come on out. And Imperium does. Um, and, and and then we get a very svelte-looking Walter who, uh, who insults MSK.
2: Um, and uh, like, you are... You are, you are insults to all the tag teams. It's all of the NXT.
0: Listen, I know that's not how he actually talks. It's a joke. No, yeah, it okay, is. Guys. No, that's um, what
1: he it sounds it's like. It's a
0: very accurate impression. It's extremely of, of accurate
1: and it's real. very
0: accurate. It's I thought been, Walter was in the been room. Honed over years and mm-hmm. years of careful study. This is exactly how Valters talks,
2: y'all. You two, the MSK—I don't even know what that stands for. You're terrible. You should not be champions ever again, y'all.
0: So that's that's what Valters sounds like. Um, and and so uh,
1: wait, was that you, or did you just me. play you? I thought you played a clip back.
0: Yeah, it's true. Um, so it's, it says, uh, um, you don't deserve a title shot. You do deserve a beatdown. And then Riddle comes back on the screen. And he says, "I can't let you disrespect my bros like that." As though he was like, "Hey, wait a minute, let me let me hop back on this Zoom call." Like it's this is not how this is working. But he uh, "He says, um, <laughs> how about you and your two bros and me and my two bros have a six man tag at New Year's Evil, bro?" And I I
2: believe that um Walter calls calls Riddle, you barefoot nerd. You're such a barefoot nerd. You have no shoes on. Who does that? You're going to step on a Lego. It's going to hurt. Put them shoes on. Um.
0: And, <laughs> uh, and so we're going to get, theoretically, if everything goes to plan, on Tuesday, we're going to get all of Imperium versus MSK and also randomly Matt Riddle. I mean, Um, not
1: randomly. They've been searching for
0: Matt Riddle for six weeks. No, but it's a random thing that the guy who's now on Raw and is a current Raw tag team champion. Like, if they don't address this at either day one or on Raw with Randy being furious with Riddle about risking himself... And potentially, because that seems like, Riddle, stop it. Your your head's in the clouds. You're ruining everything. Just focus on our tag team titles. And meanwhile, Riddle is out there being a shaman to these two geeks from from NXT. And and he's going to team with them against Walter, who might end Riddle's career with a chop to the throat. Like, Randy's got to be pissed about this. Like, at least make that continuity happen. Please.
1: So I'm looking in the chat and nobody there is doing it. So I'm going to have to be the one to tell you they're not going to do that. <laughs> Why would they acknowledge it? There's yeah. no way. So this was yeah. a really great thing where it would have been great to see Matt Riddle's response on social media. Instead of using social media to set up entire Survivor Series tag like teams on uh, random ass Saturday... Something that would have been fun would have been like Riddle being high out of his mind, being like, yeah, bro, I accept that match. And not having him on pause in what can only be described as a reenactment from the Mean Girls three-way call between Katie Heron, Regina George, and Gretchen Wieners. Um, That's all I could think about. So that's what that felt like to me. That was very, 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 Uh. very weird. but. That match is going to hump, like all of your Humper Chats. If you go to Humperchats.com and send them in,
0: to get yeah, your question uh, or
1: statement read on air.
0: Volob says uh, perfect time for Timothy Thatcher to come back. Um Ooh. which would which is which is true, but also that's a thing that's not gonna happen. Um Mark <laughs> Mark <Marth> Wasper <laughs> says Walt Volter on this NXT is completely bizarre on this particular episode of NXT. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Um,
1: Me that might have not been the original plan.
0: Um, Sean Blandford sends in a hupper chat saying, I understand hey, that WWE is currently short because of the virus, even though it's mainly a self-inflicted wound because they don't test anymore. This is the second trash go-home show in two days. At least we get <laughs> Walter and Riddle in the same ring next week. Uh, yeah, fingers crossed, people. That's a lot of travel That that may... It's... It's a lot of travel. That's I have a, a
1: question. What yeah. happens if you get voluntarily tested?
0: Well, like that's the thing is, I, I I guess they can't stop you from testing. And if if like I don't know, man, like it's I it, I I guess it's just so many people who have like infant children. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's just a, like Kofi and Mustafa. Not the Mustafa is allowed to be on television anymore. But <laughs> Kofi Kingston just had a baby, like like I don't know, six weeks ago. Yeah, you know, like, it's just, it's, it is odd. Um, I don't know. I think if you, if you test yourself and you say, Hey, I'm positive, I'm not coming in. Can they withhold your paycheck? Like, I I honestly, I don't even know this opens up way too much. Like,
1: well, the good thing for Kofi is the only people that need to not be positive for COVID around Kofi are the Usos because the New Day never fights anybody else.
2: Um, I need your clothes, your boots, and your motorcycle. Also, stay out of my ring. Give them to Walter. Um,
0: You're supposed
1: to pay for that kind of action, sir. But that listen, was listen, it
0: good. was it popped me too much. It it's, was too that, good. I just I need a whole <laughs> like you know how they do those deep fakes. Yeah, well, like they'll a face. I don't know how to do it. I don't even. I don't even want to know how to do it. I need the entire Terminator franchise. Just put Walter's face on Arnold. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll watch the whole thing and live stream it um, because and I'll do all the I'll do all
2: the lines. It's true. Know, Arnold Schwarzenegger
1: does sound like Walter.
0: I now
2: know why you cry.
1: It's because not I the- chopped you
2: <laughs> in the chest. Yeah, Get to
1: too chopped.
2: Ah, uh. <laughs> la vista. Chesty. No,
1: the Bande Segre. Um. I don't know what that was. That was not. Yeah. Anything.
0: Um so we um we got a, a little promo. This is a thing that they actually yeah. did um they did promote and actually gave us, unfortunately, uh Tiffany Stratton's first match in NXT. His um Buster's thoughts are everyone's thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> um so <clears throat> I uh so yeah um we got a promo for that and then we got this we got this match match um fallon henley who was used to be tesha price right now uh jobbing out to tiffany stratton who i i saw somebody uh send the super chat saying um tiffany stratton it's like if Lacey Evans and Mandy Rose fused together into the worst gimmick imaginable that also can't wrestle. I I was getting I was getting more like Lacey Evans and Carmella vibes. Yeah, this is like like look how beautiful I am kind of a thing. Um, but she's definitely got a lot of the Lacey Evans uh, strut to her, uh, and an un, a, and a and a very unearned arrogance about her character. Um, Uh, the only thing I remember about this is a lot of her posing and she would do things where she would like jump over, they would leapfrog or something and then jump up and do this, which I don't know is that, I don't know how that's a thing. Um, like what is, what does that signify about her character that she does that? Um, I don't know. So Um, the
1: unearned arrogance, I'm a little more okay with, because if you're telling me that daddy bought your way through life. I
0: guess like, it's just, you know it's it is a through line that connects to Lacey Evans and, sure. and, the, and the Tiffany Stratton, is, is, is I, what was my point.
1: I think she's better than Lacey Evans has ever been in the ring, unfortunately. Um, <laughs> which doesn't say a ton. Yeah. Um, and I like I really liked the Lacey Evans character, um, but she was not very good in the ring. The only good match I think she had was when Natalia made her look very, very good. Um, and here's a hint. That was Natalia. Uh, I, my bigger thing with this was there was some stuff that looked bad, like that back handspring oh, finisher thing. That like
0: like stop doing that. The back handspring into the corner never looks good because you actually lose sense. momentum as you're doing it. The only person who does that well is is was Ember Moon because in the last spring she like launched herself with her forearm as opposed to whatever the hell Dana Brooke does into the corner, which never looked good. And this was just like off, like three feet to the left. Like just, if you can't do it, don't do it. Like again, it's developmental, which is fine, but you should be developmentaling your developmental talents off of television, you know?
1: Correct. Yeah. They should be at least TV ready to be on TV or like somewhere in the ballpark where this, this just was not, she does not look like the gimmick they've given her at all to me. Like that no. that was what it was more for me. I think for this gimmick you said Carmella. I think Carmella's great with this type of thing. Um, and Carmella's not the most fundamentally sound wrestler in the world. But she's good with the over the top hilarious stuff, I think. And she's sneaky and does dumb heel shit all the time. Like that's what Carmella does. She's great at the lane that she stays in. That's fine. This does not feel like what they're trying to develop Tiffany Stratton into at all. Like to me the biggest thing was like her what they look like they're trying to create in the ring seems to be very different than than what her persona would be and even her look. I said it looked like like frozen cosplay. I just did not this was not like what a rich person I, I, would wear coming out did, to the ring. She
0: looked like she looked like like, like a like a children's play Version of like Goldilocks, with the with yeah. the ringlets and everything, and she's just like, and the baby blue. It just I don't, none of it made any real sense to me. It's like, I mean, listen, I, I'm it, it's whatever it is, you know what I mean? Like, it's just, I don't, I don't know, what I don't have to say about it. Like Mark Lossper says, the Tiffany Stratton is Frankie Monet without talent. I don't know if she's with, entirely without talent, but it certainly is. Like, I mean, you can't do. You, are you doing like you're doing a Carmella is the most beautiful woman in all of WWE, but you seem to be doing that exact same basic idea with Tiffany Stratton. Like the people who are writing, who are coming up with the gimmicks for these wrestlers, because because the wrestlers don't come in with their own ideas, because these are people who are coming out of the blue, who've never wrestled before or whatever. um, They're coming up with ideas are all the same guys. They're all the same 50 to 70 year old white guys who are like, women are pretty or punk rock. Or big and tough, they're like third. Like you fall, you fit into one of these, maybe three or four preset boxes. We're just gonna stuff you in there, and your gimmick is that, as opposed to any kind of originality. You know what I mean? But um, she's
1: supposed to be more entitled than hot, right? So yeah, I'm trying to I think guess. of what that's supposed. I mean, it kind of falls into the same picture, but like. I'm trying to think of what that's supposed to look like in in a ring. It certainly doesn't look like jumping up and clapping every time you hit a frog splash. Or leapfrog, not even. Um, it it just was all very disconnected to me. She looks much more athletic uh, than I think. I feel like if they gave her some cool submissions, that would be really cool. But all of her vignettes indicated that she might be a pretty good tennis player. Like, I still don't understand why she wants to be a wrestler next NXT. <laughs>
0: I don't know. Wal- uh, uh, Valav has a very good question, which, which I think uh, he wants
2: Walter to answer. Ask, who is Tiffany's daddy? What does he do? Is he a high-priced lawyer, a surgeon in Beverly Hills? What does he do? How why why is he steering her towards NXT? He's not a very good father.
0: Um, I yeah, I don't understand either. Uh, Andrew Andrew Dotry says the Tiffany Stratton match looked like she needed to practice it before showing it to the coaches but uh Vince saw a Tall Blonde and said good enough. Listen, like I don't I don't understand I don't know any, I mean the, her, her finisher where she 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 pauses before the flatliner for a really long time and then blows a kiss to the camera. Um was well, it, it I don't know. Like it's eh, it's a, it's a it's a really like it's a, a flat liner that gives your gives your opponent way more time than they need to like get out of the flat liner. You know what I mean? It's just yeah. it's a it's a it's a very it's it is a well this isn't believable type of move. And I know it's professional wrestling, but like at least give me something about it. Like like when bef- Bray would get the sister Abigail and he'd do the kiss thing to the forehead, but he beat the guy into submission first. Like he didn't <laughs> she didn't really do anything to the to her opponent before forcing her opponent to just stand there and wait to be flatlined.
1: There was nothing flatlining that that move. Um yeah. there was nothing that works there. Yeah. I don't think that's even like exclusive to the women's division to the greater point of that super chat though. Like, I don't think there's anything that's special about Von Wagner and here we yeah. are. Right. So right.
3: Um,
1: I feel bad because I keep using his, him as an example, but he's just the I most mean, obvious, you know? like templatized one, I guess yeah. you could say. Um, so I don't mean Isn't to it, ever sound at like least, I'm like, just if, picking if, on if, him. If but... Von
0: Wagner was given a gimmick, it might help him. Like I don't, I'm not saying he should be a daddy's girl, but find something else for I him am. to do. Nope,
1: I'm in on that now. Von <laughs> Wagner, daddy's girl.
0: <laughs> he he should be he should be the son of Duke the Dumpster Drosy. That's what he should be. He should just Perfect. that should be his thing. Um uh Rob Reed said Tiffany Stratton looked like she was handed elixir of Bliss's original NXT costume. That you know what, honestly, that does that did uh, ring some bells. Uh yeah. Um so uh, we we got um well we were supposed to get Harland versus uh, uh, the Brian the Brian Kendrick. Kendrick Harland versus Spanky as Luis Polito has put it in the notes <laughs> um, and uh, like again you know this isn't happening before like long before you tell us it's not happening. Like, they had Joe Gacy say, like, the, remember the Brian Kendrick, he calls you a freak. He calls you a freak. And and you remember how that made you feel? Now let's go have a match. Like, they do this pre-thing with Gacy talking to Harland, knowing full well that match isn't happening. Like, you could tell us earlier that that match isn't happening, but you have to have them come all the way to the ring and then go, we were supposed to have this match with Brian Kendrick, but he's scared of Harland. All right, like at least, at least the only thing I can say decent ab- about this ridiculous Mandy Rose has booking powers in NXT thing is they handle all that shit before they got down to the ring, at least. Like, that is true, you know. So, uh you know, uh, like whatever. Andre Chase comes out not to answer an open challenge, just to to like say like, hey, I uh, this is a teachable moment, and I think he said he wanted to teach Brian Kendrick, and not. Like you don't back down, you don't no show a match, blah blah blah. And Joe Gacy he says, "Thank you for volunteering to be, to be the man to be uh, Harland's opponent." And again, Harland uh, does a stylized beatdown. He does not do a wrestling match, right? That th- th- not nothing he does to Andre Chase could be considered a wrestling maneuver. It is. Right. It is. It's just a, a, an extended. He throws Andre Chase's face toward the mat at least ten times, and that's a, that's about it. That's the whole thing. He does it so much, in fact, the ref has to call off the match.
1: I. I kind of feel like that's what he should do, but at the same time, look at Brock Lesnar. Right, he essentially does that, but does that in the context of wrestling. Right. Like when he just suplexed John Cena thirteen times in a row or whatever the hell. Right.
0: But those are wrestling maneuvers.
1: Those are wrestling maneuvers. So that should be a thing. Uh this whole thing was a, a disaster to me. This Andre Chase yeah. thing is just is so dead in the water to me. Um to be a professor or something, you usually have to get multiple degrees and be good at it. Right. He's a jobber, um, and not like in a, a fun, ironic way. This was just this never had a chance from the beginning. I also think it's kind of funny that we didn't really get an explanation considering the Brian Kendrick was like, I am, I'm resigning as a coach and uh, hold harmless agreement, whatever. And now he's like, not if there's COVID though, which I respect. He shouldn't do that. But like, it is kind of funny that they like, didn't really give us a, Hey, I know he was real, 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 real tough last week,
0: but (laughs) Not so, so much this I, week, huh? I, I know, I know in my pre-recorded <laughs> thing from last week, I tore off my neck brace. My doctor told me not to do that again, because it turns out I do have several fractured vertebra when I was thrown down the stairs. But in six to
2: eight months, I'm coming for you, Harland.
0: Like, I don't know, something fun? Anything
1: do fun? Something, man. Um, I just, it was also at this point in the show that I think we were about 45 minutes to Mm-hmm. Some 50 minutes into it, and I was like, We have had, I completely forgot about the opening match, yeah. And I was like, We have had no other matches, right? Not, not real ones, yeah.
0: yeah. No, um, Graham B sends in a super chat and says, Who is Andre Chase for? Does he tick a box? Like, uh, he's a great technical wrestler. Har- Harlem Bravado was a great technical wrestler, he is, but not, not here, of course, not here, not in this place, but like, honestly. He also has never won any matches in NXT. It would be just as random if they decided out of the blue we're going to make Andre Chase the face of of yeah. NXT and get all kinds of booze. Like if Andre Chase had come out and and put Johnny Gargano through a table. Yeah, I mean, like I guess they'd done the little thing with with Waller finding finding a way into the to the War Games match, but like it it didn't. Like, it still doesn't make any sense. You know what I mean?
1: I think the only way to maybe save this Andre Chase thing is that somebody who's already somewhat established that you would want to start a few. LA Knight would be perfect for this. He just shows up to Chase University class one day. Yeah. And starts asking questions and basically saying, hey, you never never win. Or he goes through a bunch of unestablished students and just starts beating the hell out of them. I think those are the only ways to save it. That might actually be I might have booked something good to try and save this Chase right. University thing. LA Knight would be great for that. He's just like the douchebag sitting in the back of the class raising hey, his hand.
0: Hey, teach.
1: Hey, hey, teach. He's got his like baseball cap on backwards. He would be perfect. Yeah. And then Andre Chase says something. He's like, Yeah, you're a dummy. And then they fight. it's perfect.
0: I decided to come to go back to school because I never graduated. So now I've enrolled in Andre Chase University just to make your life a living hell. I mean, yeah. Um,
1: It's something.
0: Yeah. Um, So uh, also, so that weird, have we ever heard, got a name for the long blonde haired kid who's one of Andre Chase's students who has, has been on TV a few times. Anyway, he comes in to try and save Andre Chase from a further beatdown. And instead he gets pulled out of the ring rather roughly his belt gets snapped when he gets put, put, picked up by, by Harlan puts on his shoulder and they walk off and, uh, Oh, I, I guess Harlan's going to kill this poor kid. And like an hour later, they show up on the roof of the performance center. And it's only like three stories high. Like, so I don't know how long they, they took to get to the roof, but it felt like too long. And so he's up there with him on his shoulders and when he finally gets to the ledge and is about to throw them, throw him off, then Joe Gacy says, ah, Harland, I think you've made your point. Uh, and then he drops him, uh, not off the roof, onto the roof, just sets him down and that's it. And it felt like it was kind of a, a waste of, of that thing. But all right, like I get it. I think we all get it. Harland is a crazy guy who might kill you. Like I think... We've established that. Start establishing new things is my thing.
1: And he does seem to be at the Joe Gacy does have complete control over him, which yeah. seems to that has come through a little bit more clearly. Like he does anything Joe Gacy says, until I'm assuming dun dun dun. He doesn't yeah. at some point. Um but yeah. It'd be more fun if he threw him off the roof.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Why not? Um nothing
1: nothing here matters. Throw him yeah. off the roof. Thrown into the the piranha-filled NXT parking lot—that yeah. is the most dangerous place on earth.
2: Luis
0: has an interesting idea. Uh, he thinks that uh, that it might be a a good idea to have toothless Timmy and Andre Chase. Uh, he says feud. I think team up as as, as these oh. sadistic teachers. We're like Andre Chase is the strategist. He says now, uh, my my colleague uh dr thatcher will 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 show we'll will put into practice what i've what i've all what i taught all of you and then you know you could do the same thatcher stuff he was doing a year ago where he was like tying people into knots um that was you could do that it'd be a lot of fun actually it would, it would be a kind of a fun little gimmick um and it would it would it would give chase some kind of edge because him coming out in the sweater it just like I know we're supposed to be like, hey, why are you yelling at all of your students? You're kind of a mean guy, but I can't take him seriously in any way when he's wearing the friggin' sweater.
1: No, it feels very um, Spirit squad Like, yeah. that doesn't it doesn't work. But he also has to win or work with someone who wins. Because otherwise this holds no water.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But
1: neither that is the rest of the show, so who knows?
0: Yeah. Um, <laughs> before we get into the next thing, which of course is a tony d promo which which he which which is a little video message he sent in to the fans from his own couch while sipping on a scotch with his feet up on his coffee table like a boss um i i i feel like i need a a a little a little jolt um not from coffee from something
4: else oh thank god i hear you times are rough we just got out of Uh, A a wild situation, a wild year. And people are saying, you know what? It's a hard-knock life. But I disagree. Instead, I believe it's a hard-cock life when you use Blue Chew and the code Fightful. And you get your first shipment free. Free? All you got to do is pay $5 shipping? Blue Chew is made with the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis. So you know they work. But They work on your schedule. Full stomach, empty stomach. Ready to go? Want to get in the mood? Blue Chew has you covered. Instead of treated, we get tricked. Instead of kisses, we get kicked. I don't think so. More like somebody's getting dicked when you use bluechew.com. No awkward conversations with the doctor. Because, I mean, you know, I'm all about not being awkward. No waiting in line at the pharmacy. It's because they work with their online physicians to get the active ingredient you need, and it ships straight to your door. BlueChew.com and the code Fife will gets you your first shipment free. That's how confident they are free. Use that promo code Fightful. Hard cock life.
1: I can't believe you would queue that up before the one segment... That is sure I'm, to turn all of us on.
0: I'm I'm uh I'm really tired, Kate.
3: <laughs> I don't I don't I
0: don't drink coffee. I would have loved one of your little what a bench French presses or whatever. Like I, 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 I needed one of those earlier Pearl. today. Um I listen, straight
1: up didn't sleep. Um <laughs> someone who cares about me very much was like, when was the last time you blinked?
0: <laughs> like, I don't know. Um, Tony D place? cuts this promo um, from his couch. He talks about beating up. Um, uh, here's the thing. Tony D was undefeated, and then he lost last week to Pete Dunne. There's no shame in that. Pete Dunne's one of the top, top talents in NXT history. Okay? So it's kind of cool they gave him his first loss to Pete Dunne. But he also got his heat back in a big way by, by taking him out and, and hit him with the, with the, with the uh, crowbar. Hey, Petey Poppins! I want to introduce you to uh, to my friend. His name is Crowbar, uh, and uh, I, I maybe you want to watch this back in super slow mo. I've been watching it with my family uh, over the holidays. Um, I this is great. Um, and and he, nowhere in any of his does he mentioned he lost the match because it doesn't matter because he won because he won he won the battle there. And Pete, if you ever come back. Uh, I think my, what was it? My grandpa Junior, like he's actually from The Sopranos. He has a grandfather named Junior. He's basically a multiverse version of AJ Soprano. Like that's basically what he is. If like there's a, there's another version of AJ Soprano where he's not this massive disappointment, and he grows up to be basically just his dad. Like that's so basically sure. it. So like my grandpa Junior told me, you go out and you find a bully. And you, and you punch him in the face and make sure he goes away forever. Um, I love how you go out and find a bully. Not if the bully comes and, and, and attacks you, but you go find one. Proactively seek it <laughs> out. Proactively seek out a bully to to, to, to punch in the face. Um I, I thought this was great, and I'm really glad they followed up on it. Like there were some other things that happened last week they didn't follow up on. Um, this is this is good. This is this keeps him at the forefront of our like, He's I, I, I that guy is special to me. Yeah. Like I feel like he holds he holds anybody in the palm of his hand when he's given one of these promos. He's really, really, really natural at it. And I prefer his style of of wrestling to what Grayson Waller does. And I feel like the ceiling with that style for Tony D is like super high. Like you he could become an absolute suplex machine who has like 15 of them in his arsenal. And that's like, don't let him get a hold of you, or you're going for a ride. Like that kind of a thing. Is a really cool way to to build that kind of a character, and uh, I I'm glad we got to, we got to see him. Um, I was worried we weren't. Um, uh, he seems fine. I hope they're just keeping him uh, away from the performance center because there's germs there, and they they know what a precious precious boy he is, and that yes. he, that nothing can happen to him. That's that's what I hope. I hope he's not actually positive for the virus.
1: I mean, I think he would if anyone could take out. <laughs> COVID. It's a guy who might
0: know a guy. He Omicron, you get the fuck out of my body right now. Um he's
1: great. I mean, sincerely, he's great. This is why we didn't need to talk about Hook earlier because we do have Tony D. Mm-hmm. He and Eddie mm-hmm. Kingston are now a dream match of mine. Mm-hmm. Um he's great. This was this was really fun. He's a guy where I think he will be somewhat successful in the ecosystem of wwe because wins and losses don't matter and he's not a guy that needs them to i'm very interested to see what happens when he and dexter loomis meet because you have two legit murderers someone needs to die in that yeah it's true
0: um (laughs) we got we got a couple of things here about uh hold on was it We got one in here. Super chat for from Nurguru. Super chat for Buster being a good boy.
1: <gasps> Thank you. He's the best boy.
0: And JB Love says PS sleepy doggo is best co-host.
1: He is the best. He was so good <laughs> while I was a cracked out maniac on my coffee last night. <laughs> he was so patient. Um,
0: JB Love also says, I haven't watched NXT in so long. I have no idea what y'all are talking about, and it hasn't diminished my love of k one bit.
1: Here's the thing. Neither do we. No. <laughs> but thank you for the continued love and support.
0: Yes. Um, uh, we get, um, we got, we've listened through the entire night. They, they insisted upon the fact that Carmelo Hayes and Trick Williams might not be here for the big signing, the contract signing. They kept saying it over and over again, especially Wade Barrett. And I was like, so are they? pulled from the show because of the same reason that we're not allowed to talk about. Um, and no, they just showed up. They, they, they showed up. It was fine. It didn't make any sense that you would like tease them not showing up if they were just going to show up at the beginning. Like, it wasn't like we got all the way through Roddy strong had already signed his name to the contract and it was like, well, I guess my opponent's not even going to show up. And then they show up like it. They happened. They came in at the beginning of the contract signing segment. I don't understand why you threatened them to not show whatever. It doesn't matter.
1: I also don't know why you do that when. Why is it more noteworthy that these guys might not be there when half the card is actually also pulled? Mm -hmm. Like, not only is that not tasteful, but like, if you acknowledge it for one of them, you have to acknowledge it for all of them. Right. Right. And you would have to acknowledge them for like a dozen
0: people. Yeah. Um. Anyway, Malcolm Bivens is the star of this and must be used more often in such a manner. Um, It was great because Trick Williams comes out and just says a bunch of things. He just says like a bunch of things like they said, hey, Trick Williams, can you say black guy stuff? Like it was just the most generic. Like, listen, I I I watch movies. I understand that, that there's a there's a certain kind of of vernacular that is used among African-American males that I do not use in my entire my, my life. I understand some of it, but not all of it. And I know that he was just using a bunch of buzzwords in there, not really actually saying much of anything. Um, and then Roderick Strong's like, uh, say, and, and Malcolm says, I'll translate. And then he, he, he translates. He says that his friend Carmelo is going to beat you and you're not going to beat him and blah, blah, blah. Uh, but then the, my favorite one, was was then when Malcolm Bivens code-switched and went back in and and talked to Trick Williams in a language he could understand. Uh, Malcolm Bivens was the star of this whole thing. Um, Underrated, though, part of this was after they had both signed their names and Carmelo decided, okay, now it's on because he's seen a contract signing before in WWE, he assumes there's going to be a brawl. And he stands up and takes off his sport coat that he's wearing over no shirt, which feels like it's going to probably ruin the lining of your nice sport coat, but whatever. And then, um, and then, and Ronnie Strong just sits there in his office chair, like, what are you going to do? Do you think we're going to fight now? This is stupid. I love that Roddy Strong could not even be bothered to stand up at any point during this whole thing, and it was just Carmelo Hayes posturing over and over again. Not saying he like he looked weak or whatever, but I love there was a very specific di- difference.
1: Uh if this wasn't written by Vince McMahon, I would have liked it a lot more. I did not like any of the segment, and it has nothing to do. Malcolm Bivens is great. He's great. Um, <clears throat> Kirk Williams, less great in my opinion. I have a problem when an old white man in his 70s is saying that Black people need to be translated. Uh, that, is, that is something that I find very problematic. I have plenty of Black followers who thought that this was great and fine. I don't like it because we see so much inherent racism and we see so much just like it's that it goes back to that cartoonish thing, right. like with Jacket Time. Sure, um, no, we I, see I, it over and over again. But so it's I, not like my my place to speak about right. that. But it just it struck a chord with me where I was just like kind of checked out on this segment when that was the direction that they were going.
0: Here's here's why I thought it worked because I thought it was entirely out of the mind of Malcolm Bivens. Like it felt like it was a thing. Like this will be fun. We should do this, and then they pitched it to whoever was in charge. They were like, "Yeah, sounds great. Okay, cool." So then they figured out how they were going to do it, and it actually—I thought it worked to like make everybody look better because because of the way Bivens was treating the whole thing. I thought it, I thought it was—I thought it it worked because Malcolm Bivens made it work. There, it did not ever feel as cringy as the jacket time stuff to me because it didn't feel like Bivens was commenting upon it. It felt like he was within it, like using it. On purpose to get the joke, as opposed to everyone's laughing at me, which is what it feels like when they do Ik <laughs> stuff. It that felt that is like very fair. Belkin Bilvis was trying to get everyone to laugh along with him, and that was why it felt different to me.
1: I get that, and I probably would have appreciated it if we didn't like just have Hit Row, which felt organic, oh, whack. yeah, uh, you uh, know the, what I mean? Like,
0: dog, yeah, it's, if I, it I, wasn't
1: packaged in all of that, but um. I think Malcolm Bivens is the first person I, that Trick Williams had some real chemistry with yeah. like the first person there was some meat on the bone with. So it was nice to see that side of that for sure. Like it, it felt, um, it felt like Malcolm Bivens was eliciting the reaction that we were, we were trying to get out of Trick Williams and out of Carmelo. It seemed like this was a contract signing with a purpose where so few are. Yeah. Um and I really the part you said about Roddy Strong too that that I really liked that part I liked regardless of of everything else because that is what a savvy veteran would do in that situation and this is how young pit bulls who think they don't miss would react like it right. all it all made sense to me
0: yeah um so earlier we got MSK basically calling out Imperium Imperium the champions and MSK because by virtue of this segment they did are definitely. The top contenders and then we got a, a very long um package about uh double vests in the beach and the grizzle young vets and jacket time and creed brothers uh where they're like four teams one goal the nxt tag team champions and um like briggs and jensen have the nerve to be like um the 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 NXT tag division is the best it's ever been. And I wanted to vomit into my shoes. Like it was just, I, I no, no. And I love, don't go, like, go
1: out of your way to say that
0: grizzled young vets. um, Like can say that, you know, we're, we're, we're the, one of the best teams in the world. And the thing is they are like, they are just like, put them in the ring with an actual tag team and let them forget. Like, just, like, I don't know, call them up to SmackDown and let them fight the Viking Raiders and the Usos and the New Day, please. Just let them do it for, like, 12 minutes each. And then you can fire them after that, and then they can go somewhere else. (laughs) Like, I don't know, there's just, like, I I, I almost think to myself, well, it does feel like they don't have a place in, in WWE, and they might get released. And I'd be like, which would be good for them to go somewhere where they would be appreciated? And yet... I kind of don't want them to get released until they at least get a chance to wrestle the good teams. Like, just let them have that. But no, I feel like WWE,
1: who does not view AEW as competition,
0: yeah,
1: has this weird propensity to give up, and they give up on tag wrestling a long time ago. Yeah, but they really give up on the things that AEW has exceeded at the most, mm. and they go so hard in the other direction that it feels like they just they've like. Surrendered and, and tag wrestling is one of them. That's not even entirely their fault. The tag division and, and AEW was always going to be a priority and um is in, in my opinion the best one in the world. Um, but it's like they just they gave up on tag wrestling a while ago, but now they've really given up on it, and they've given up on protected losses, and they've really given up on them since AEW has come along. So um that was something I noticed. Also what do the writers in WWE think weed is? Like, they know it's not LSD, right? No. Like, do they think like it was like they went on this spiritual journey? Right.
0: No, it's they, it's uh, uh, magic they, mushrooms. They th- they they think that weed is magic mushrooms. I think. I think. Right. But it's like
1: it wasn't. A, it almost there, seems like there, this whole there, riddle again, thing wasn't.
0: Again, the, the, the same way that there are four different types of women and they all have to fit into one box. Drugs come in two sizes. One, oh, man, it's so crazy. I'm on drugs. Or I'm on drugs. There's only two ways of doing it. That's it. You know what I mean? There's only two things. None of which that
1: people that actually oh, no, smoke no, there's three. Three, three.
0: three is heroin, which is. I'm on that's, drugs. Yeah, that's that's, there's the, those are the three. According to them, I'm saying, those are the three things. It's like weed fits in with all hallucinogenics. It's like cocaine and PCP and angel dust are one other thing. I and mean, then there's like heroin. Those are the three different types of drugs. All drugs fit into those three boxes. Oh
1: my that's God. It. They just need like the D.A.R.E. program in their life. I'm going to call out Alonzo Smith in the chat saying it's metal in your lungs.
0: <laughs> yep yep go
1: to shop.fightful.com
0: get a medal in your lung shirt
1: get a medal in your lung shirt um Um, grizzled young vets rule the one thing i liked about uh double vest in the beach was
0: they did at least
1: say you know a lot of us just think we're these these uh bar
0: hopping beer brawling whatever and we are and they were like and you know what they're right
1: they're right. <laughs> that I actually kind of popped for. I like
0: that. Uh, Buster
1: did yeah. not, as you can
3: see.
0: No. Um, earlier in the night, we got Zion Quinn with an ultimatum. <laughs> Electra Lopez, I know you want this as bad as I do. Tonight, you must make a decision: me or Legado. And I feel like if if Electra Lopez had been with Legado for like, I don't know, a year, two years at this point, as long as Legado has been together. Um, which I guess is now like a year and a half or whatever. Then perhaps she would have uh, a choice to make. But like, it's not like she's been with Legato forever. If she really wants to get down with some Zion Quinn, um, then she should be able to do that. I guess really wants to get
1: down with some Zion Quinn. Well, when somebody sings karaoke as poorly as him, who couldn't want to? Yeah. Um. I had the realization today that this is their attempt to make a pro wrestling stable a sports entertainment stable, and mm. that made me want to die a little bit.
0: Mm. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, uh, <laughs> anyway, Solo brushes past Santos Escobar. <laughs> I don't know what the hell that was. You, mu- you must apologize to me right now, and Solo was like, "No, I'm not going to do that." Well, then we're going to have a match, okay? Um and and then we had they, we had a match which was Santos Escobar versus Solo Sokoa. This is the kind of this is the kind of established guy puts over a younger guy that I can agree with because I think Solo Sokoa is mainly sure. ready right now. He has a, a place. He has an act he can walk right into
1: that, it, needs, it, some that needs some up. freshening
0: up. Um, uh, so having him work a guy like Santos Escobar who's an absolute veteran and one of those sad things of like. I I was so excited when he when he showed up at NXT because I loved I loved him so much as King Cuerno in, in uh in Lucha Underground and everywhere else he's been. Um and, and it for a while like they were using him really, really well. And it feels like he hasn't been on TV in a long time and he's he's not even the leader of his own faction anymore, Electra Lopez is and whatever. Um, but now he's one of those guys I'm like, well, either bring him up and like bring the whole the whole the whole fam up and then link him up with with Angel Garza and Humberto Carrillo and make him like a like a huge faction of latino heels i think that could be a lot of fun or just let him go someplace else where he can be utilized properly it's like one of those two things cuz right now i don't think i don't think he's got any any his he's reached his ceiling in nxt especially in this new version like, I thought he had a lot of a lot of potential before the 2.0, but now I don't know what they're going to
1: do. Oh, 1.5, he was killing it. But yeah. I think when they called up Hit Row, I, we should have seen it coming, because they called up them and not Legato, and that should have been, like, a little bit telling, I think, that um, maybe Hit Row wasn't around for the long term, because it just would have made so much sense have one on one brand and the other on the other and legato honestly was more ready ring wise i think still is um so i'm with you but it's also like what's he gonna do there like is he going to chase the cruiserweight title or the 24 7 title around like i don't even know who he faces um so it's just tough because i don't know where these guys fit in there anymore
0: um Anyway, this match with with Santos and, S- and Sosakoa was was good. Um, it was a
1: match that was longer than ten minutes. Which yeah, was yeah.
0: Um, but Sosakoa, I think, did the Samoan drop uh, directly onto Santos's nose.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, and and like I was like, oh, is he gonna be okay? Like, is it one of those things where like he got his bell rung so hard they got to stop the match kind of a thing. But they continued it, and the very next thing was a running senton, which again <laughs> landed right on Santos's face. And I was like, Solo, I love you, kid. You gotta aim that better. There's certain yeah. fleshy parts on the torso that you're supposed to hit that on, not a man's orbital bone. Yeah. Um, by the end of the match, like he's his something was bleeding. I don't know if it was his mouth or his nose or anything. I think what. it was his nose. Um, but Zion Quinn came out. Um, when Santos had the advantage, and so Santos ran and did a, 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 a you know a, a running jump onto him from, from inside the ring. Um, and then, uh, I don't know, he he wound up back in the ring, and Silasacoa kicked him in the face and uh, hit the big splash on him to win. And that that was what we got. Um, so we're gonna get more. We have it ended with. Legato, as a unit, him and his two boys, Santos and, and his two boys there, on one side, Zion Quinn over there, and Electra Lopez in the middle, I don't know, it's like, it is a telenovela. Like, it really is. Yeah, like, I kind of like it.
1: I don't yeah. hate it. I think it's, uh, like you said, she doesn't have an overwhelming loyalty to Legato, but it felt kind of like they had an assumed history when the reboot happened or something yeah. like I can buy that. They maybe have had a bigger past than they've given us. And this is, this is fine. This is sports entertainment. That's entertaining to me. I'll, I'll take it. It's self-aware of how cheesy it is a little bit. I, I think this has been kind of fun.
0: So, uh, uh, Luis says that he wants Roxy to come in and be the loose cannon of LDF and destroy Electra Lopez for turning her back on the fam. Um, we Don't didn't see that. either Breaker or uh Chompapa on the show tonight. We did a we did a a a, a, a video package. I think they know exactly how v- valuable that match is yeah, in New I Year's agree. Evil, and there's no no reason to chance anything. Like you you should tra you should keep them sealed in their homes from now until next Tuesday and then transport them in a bubble from their homes to the performance center so that you can have the match where Champapa puts the title on Breaker and then we can move on from there. You cannot have that be destroyed by, by, by this outbreak. Like you need to keep a security team at their homes, put ankle bracelets on them. They're not allowed to leave. They, they must stay healthy.
1: Uh, um, ROH did a bubble and it worked real well. It seemed like they had no outbreaks. Yeah just do a bubble they're all in full sale they're not traveling just yeah. keep them keep them with a bubble seems real obvious it worked all the time but i i think you're right i'm i'm hopeful that this is preventative and they know the significance of of what this match should be
0: yeah um they did an interview with Edris Enofe who remember beat von wagner last week and then von wagner showed up and was like hey i don't like the fact that you beat me last week basically and then Malik Blade showed up out of nowhere and said, Hey, I am also a black man on this TV show, and this black man is my friend. And it just felt like, I don't have we ever seen them interact together? It just felt very odd. They were like, Yeah, we're, yeah, look at us. We're both friends now, all of a sudden. And it just, just felt very odd. <laughs> like there was nothing to connect them before this moment. I am also a black man. <laughs> I don't know. It just felt very random so to sad me. As my friend. Um, but, but, <laughs> but, but Von Wagner's like, well, I don't like that you're his friend, so let's have a match. Um, oh man,
1: that you know? was very funny to me. Um, um, I Von Wagner tried really hard to show an emotion here. Yeah. So that was neat. Yeah. Um, here's the thing: I don't think this match was intended to get Malik Blade over, which is what it did for me. <laughs>
0: That that's a guy who's never won a match.
1: That's a guy who's never won a match, and I was like,
0: perhaps he might win the lottery next week and be the most important guy in NXT for a month. I don't know.
1: He had a couple of spots in this that I thought were great, and Von Wagner just looks like he has bad pants and is like a lukewarm glass of milk in the ring to me. I just I whatever they're doing isn't working.
0: He's 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 just a he's just a guy, Kate. He's Um,
1: just a guy and life is a nightmare. That was for (laughs) Corjade.
0: After the first match (laughs) he had, the Fatal Four way. Um, it just was like, Oh, that's this is why is this guy in this fatal four-way for the title? Like, he's just a he's just a guy. I've never seen him before, he's just a guy. And then there was like reports out of like Meltzer was like saying that, like, oh, Vince, Vince sees him as a future WrestleMania main eventer. What? And like nothing he's shown since then has, has given me any confidence that 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 is e- either that Vince could possibly be right about that or that Meltzer wasn't completely talking out of his ass. Because I know there's no way anybody could look at this guy and go, Yeah, future racial mania main adventure. Like um, uh, well,
1: yes and no. I mean, I don't know what is in Vince McMahon's. Vince McMahon just might look at anybody who's like six-one and taller and be like WrestleMania made it better. But he also did not like Vaughn Wagner standing there on SmackDown I also read, so who knows. Um But, you know, in Baron Wagner's defense, he was like in this fatal four-way and then went camping with Kyle O'Reilly yeah. and then hated Kyle O'Reilly
0: mm-hmm.
1: and now wears bad pants. This has been his I trajectory. Mean, here's, here's
0: the thing that we should have done. We should... The, the... Again, they have no planning whatsoever, none. The thing that we should have seen is um, we should have seen um, Kyle O'Reilly laid out in the locker room, and he doesn't know who hit him, but the guy who found him was von wagner and he says that he ran off some people who were wearing like ski masks or whatever who jumped him or whatever we never find out anything they kind of let this go by the wayside and then we find security footage of the guy who actually came in and clocked Kyle in the back of the head all those months ago was von wagner like he he wanted to he he was the one who, who took Kyler Riley's spot and then he was like, let me see how much I can learn from this guy before he's no of no use to me anymore. Like, at least you could like make him seem like he's intelligent. I mean, I know he's not, but like try and give him some kind of arc or whatever, but then they'll, they'll never do that. Um, Sean Blanford says, uh, it's telling about your new crop of superstars when Walla and Vern Wigner are de facto in your top five. It is true. Um, yeah, it's not. I I, I don't think I don't think Vaughn's still there. I think they've definitely bumped him down the card. Uh he does not seem like a guy who's anywhere close to a title p- pro- program with anybody. Um
1: I also top 5 cuz there's only like eight guys there. I feel yeah. like that if you're calling the new crop, if you're saying LA Knight is an old guy, then like of the new guys, your top 5 includes him cuz there's yeah. like seven of them.
0: <laughs> um Talking about all these backstage segments, including one we're about to talk about. Um, Asian Joe says, some of these backstage segments have the same acting energy as the after-school PSAs I watched in the 90s. Um, <laughs> there was another one where where Solisico is walking backstage and he's jumped by Boa, takes him out, and he's got the face paint on, right? And then he turns and takes out the cameraman. And then a second camera is like run up to the scene And the camera looks at Silosacoa and then looks up at Boa, who doesn't have the face paint anymore. It's magical face paint. It only shows up when he's the evil version of himself. They are doing a version of this story currently on Raw with Damian Priest, who's got an alter ego. Like, at least there, he doesn't look different, but it's basically like, and, and Boa is like looking around like, what happened? Where am I? Did I do this? Who am I? Like, like, I don't think this is going to work. I, 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 I respect the ambition, but this is not a thing that's going to work.
1: No. <laughs> um, I don't have much more to say than no, there's that. Nothing, there's
0: nothing more. Look, to look at what say.
1: we just did. It's, it's like Lily, but with face paint. Like yeah. that. We've seen it. We've seen yeah. it failed before. Yeah. We've seen it work and be tired before with like Kane and stuff it's just no
0: so we get uh we get our eO and Kaylee Ray versus Raquel and Cora match um Cora has a new skater boy theme song uh, she's got a tiny skateboard Sean Blandford I got about- a
1: tiny skateboard <laughs> now,
0: I said that I I think that that Cora Jade has a lot of potential she's not there yet but Sean Blandford reminds me. But she has a tiny skateboard, Alex. Gah! So true. So that's a really, that's a yes. really good point. Sha- Cora Jade has very much. Uh, her her main energy is basically. But dad, like that's that's basically her energy. Um, I don't know. I think I was supposed to, I was supposed to go
1: to hot topic. I don't um, think that. I disagree with that. She.
0: She, I think, thinks she's scrappy. No, no, it's not hot topic. What's what's what was the what was the skater story? Journeys, 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 or zoomies. You ever have a zoomies? Zoomies. My, my, when my little brother was into skateboarding, he would always he would live at the zoomies at our local mall.
1: Oh my gosh, I got skate shoes even though I didn't skate there, but they <laughs> there were go. just cute. But they were not comfortable because they were flat because um, they belonged on a skateboard.
0: This so match was and and black. this match was fine. Okay, this match was fine. It was. It was okay. It was okay. I was uh, as I said, I was openly rooting for EO and Kaylee Ray to get the title shots. I wanted it. Buster so for it. I um I <laughs> I was, uh, not I was uh, he wasn't into it, neither was I at the end. Yeah, yeah. He was, was like, I'm end. out. Peace. Because he knows what we're about to talk about. Yeah. Um Raquel accidentally backs up into into Cora Jade, who is now the legal person. Like, like she backed up into her, and Cora Jade kind of inadvertently kind of tagged herself in after the after a big chingona bomb on Kaylee Ray. Um, and then Raquel's like, "Why are you tagging yourself in? Like, no, well, it doesn't matter which one of you pins anybody, because you just want me to make sure that the two of you, one of the two of you, pins somebody, because then both of you get title shots next week." Why are you? Why are you arguing with each other? And Cora J, to her credit, points out, "Hey, you might want to turn around and catch Io Shirai about to do a cross, a, a cross body to the hey, back of your skull." And so then she picks her up and she tosses her out. Um, <clears throat> uh, and then she gets really upset. Oh no! Then um, she like, why are you pinning? That's my pin. I'm supposed to pin Kaylee Ray. No, 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 no. And then Kaylee Ray gets a distraction roll up, and I was like, "Oh my God, they're gonna do this! They're gonna have them not be able to coexist after all, which is gonna cost them their title shots, and maybe begin a thing for the two of them to do outside of the title picture for a month." Nah. No. I mean, they will. They will at the title match next week. They're gonna do that because then um, Raquel stops Cora Jade from being pinned. By rolling her into a position where she's pinning Kaylee Ray. And then she's angry at Cora Jade for getting the pin that secured her a title match next week. This none of this makes sense. None of it.
2: It
3: nope.
0: boo to everything about the end of this main event. Boo to it, I say. Boo to it. Yeah, that's why Buster
1: just left. It makes no sense. I didn't want them to go over anyway. I also think maybe we don't get an immediate payoff there because I wonder if Dakota Kai is the one that costs for Cal. And we reignite that. Oh God. Just gonna throw that out there. I wouldn't hate that. Um, but yeah. The match was fine. The booking of it was stupid from the coexist angle, the booking of it was stupid from who went over, in my opinion. I think it's way more interesting to have um. Three champions in the match. I think that would have been cooler. I think uh EO is probably your best bet to give Mandy Rose a good match.
0: So I think that would have been smarter. I would also have popped for Kaylee Ray just beating the absolute dog shit out of Mandy Rose for a while and oh, seeing what she- happened to that.
1: Yep. Yeah. I think that would have been great. I don't know. And then um I think Eo could have made Mandy look good and I think Kaylee could have made Mandy look bad in a good way. <laughs> um,
0: M- M- Mandy having to somehow scrape and claw her way to like f- secure a victory over a mad woman like Kaylee Ray would be would a be lot great. of would be great. If you wanted to actually, I don't know, if you wanted to anyway, in any way legitimize Mandy Rose, maybe that That's would it. be, it would be good to have her win some matches against top talent without having to cheat to do it. I don't know. And um, I just, yeah.
1: the coexist thing is, played out to the point where they make fun of itself and then now you're making coexist, which can actually be good it doesn't make sense when you're trying the goal is to get to a triple threat
0: yep
1: and now you're getting mad at who gets the pin it makes no no fucking sense and there's nothing personal between them like there's no like oh I I'm so I'm so irate with Eo Shirai that I have to get the pin because it's as much about beating mm. her up. That's not there.
0: No, none of That's it. That's
1: not part of this.
0: No, it's bad. <laughs> um, Cyclops is better than Wolverine. Says Raquel sucked as champ and Mandy Rose is worse. I miss Io. Um, I think I I I I was fooled a little bit in, into into being like a, a Raquel guy a year ago um that the new year's evil last last year that that rhea ripley and raquel match was was so great that i was like yeah sure belt her up let's do this because i loved rhea so much and did not realize how great rhea made raquel look um and i i don't think her, her her run is champ was great because they didn't really know how to book her. She was like faced, and she was healed, and she was faced, and she was healed. Like it did, yeah, it didn't make, um, yeah.
1: I don't think she was a bad champion. I think that's on her booking. I also think, that, oh yeah, the, like the, the her champion's reign who... wasn't.
0: Whatever I say, her reign was bad. I never, never been blaming the person. I'm blaming yeah. just the, the, the how they presented her. It just didn't work.
1: The super chat seemed to not be a fan of her though, and I, I think that the um, the bar was just so damn high. Mm-hmm going into that, and I think Raquel was very much made in the chase to the belt. So I get it, because I don't think she's as good as many of the champions that came before her, but I think she's still very, very good, and I think she could do a lot of really good things on the main roster if they yeah. would ever call her the fuck up.
0: Yeah. James Nepper says, NXT, there's a two, there's an O, but where's the point? <laughs> that's good.
1: That's, that's a t-shirt,
0: pal, that's, you that's, should that's make that's that. That's a t-shirt right there. <laughs> um. Yeah. Um, so here we are at the end of the show, and I have a lot of super chats to read. So I'm going to do those. Okay. Um. Uh. <laughs> Mark Losberg says about the Boa Stang character, where he he doesn't real he doesn't remember because he's he's got the face paint. Um. Uh, given how horrible all spooky gimmicks go in 2021, seemingly, will the Undertaker get over in today's environment, even if booked competently? No. No. There's no way we would go for zombie funeral director not a chance anybody would go like there'd be a certain subsect that would go for that and the grand majority would think those people are nerds so you know like I like, i don't know I, I just it's too bad
1: Taker um, was kind of the first to make it work yeah. to that level yeah. of success but like American Badass Taker would have worked
0: yeah uh, imagine the uh, Ricardo says um, imagine the matches AJ could have had in NXT AJ versus Finn, versus Cole, versus Ciampa, versus Kushida, versus, I'll, I'll add, versus Gargano.
1: There it is. We
0: never got a chance to see AJ Styles versus Gargano.
3: Nope.
0: Never. That is that is a travesty, that we never got a chance to see AJ Styles versus Gargano, because my God, would that have humped. But no, no, we don't get that. We're going to get Grayson fucking Walla. Then that's, or I think Cole. that's the thing. Could you
1: imagine is, AJ Styles and Cole in NXT? Yeah.
0: No, every, all of it. Uh, we we at least we got AJ versus Finn on the main roster in that weird TLC show, which which wasn't supposed to happen, but ended up being a really good match. Um, Mark Losper says, "Do you remember when we dreamed of stuff like AJ versus HBK? We went from that to him feuding with this B grade Miz from NXT. Screw this company." Well, I definitely agree with all of those things. Um, <laughs> uh, the nerd guru says NXT two is like when you stopped believing in Santa. For so long, NXT 1.0 Santa gave us great takeovers and TV gifts. Now your uncool parents do it badly. It's like when you're 13 and they're like, oh, hey, I think I see something back there behind the tree from Santa. Is that what you've been looking for? Like, no, it's not. I don't want this.
1: He's still real to me, damn it.
0: <laughs> um, uh, R26, uh, says, uh, I have not watched any of NXT 2.0 since it started, but t- uh, but tonight that's right, continued. <laughs> Stardom has a, p- a pay per view in the morning. I didn't want to watch bad wrestling before that, which I'm sure NXT 2.0 produced tonight. Have a great show. Hashtag Team KLX. Thank you, R26, uh, for, for your humper chats. Um, uh, uh hold on, we got um, Louis <laughs> says, if we're gonna do AJ and NXT. Have AJ versus Tony D. I'd like to see those, those promo battles. That'd be a lot of fun with Tony D. I'm like, hey, what you uh, wait hey. TNA? Listen, my uncle runs a strip club. I
2: know all about TNA,
0: but I never saw I don't know. Like, you know, anyway. I'll um, make an impact on yeah. you, you son of a um uh Jay Blood said didn't watch NXT. I come here for the entertaining version. By the way, oh, Sonny Kiss you. and Joe Jennell had a banger on dark. Love y'all. I've heard so many good things about that match. I'm gonna go watch it, uh, after this.
1: Their dark match when I was in Newark was fantastic. Yeah. Um, yeah. I've i that that feud and Diamante and Swole, I wish had gotten paid off on, on television.
0: Yes. Um we got uh see here. Um <laughs> Mark Losper says on the extremely narrow plus side, these are perfect conditions to live up to the sour Grabs name. I am so glad I haven't given WWE money in forever. Um, Me either. I
1: used to buy merch every uh, holiday season because everything would be super on sale. It's been years since I did that.
0: Um, I was
1: just thinking about AJ Styles and Tony D. mm -hmm. What if Tony D just no-sold all of Japan? (laughs) Like, they're talking about New Japan, and he's like, what's Japan? Like, just doesn't acknowledge anywhere but Italy and the United States.
0: Freaking What? New
1: um, Japan. What's
0: the old Japan? West, hey? I, I never, I never been. <laughs> uh, it's like, is it like Mexico and New Mexico? <laughs>
1: <laughs> New Mexico pro wrestling.
0: Yeah. Um. So, uh, um, <laughs> some stupid punk says, y'all remember when you got to do an AEW Rampage review? Remember how fun that was? Let's go back and live in that time. But hey, dynamite is tomorrow. Thank you both for being awesome, Kate. Your Twitter gets me through the workday. Hashtag oh. Team French Press.
1: <laughs> Thank you.
0: Um, I'm not
1: on that team currently because we needed to yeah. take a break. But
0: <laughs> um, uh, book celebrity J. Shell Nicole. Yeah, she's gonna be. In, she's gonna be in books. Two two, two books. Right. Um, she's awesome, uh, and I'm gonna be on her show this Friday where we're going to fantasy book some stuff. We taped it like weeks ago and all of the stuff I fantasy booked can no longer come true because things happened between then and now. So it's like, ah, eh, whatever. Um, she but she says, hi friends. Yes, you were. Uh, hi friends. Hope you're having a good day. Happy new year, besties. Happy new year to all. Happy um,
1: birthday, famous woman.
0: Kate bang says as much as we like to shit on NXT, what's your most memorable part of NXT this year? What are you hope, hopeful for in 2022? Well, listen, if you want to go back to prior to the, to the change. Um, uh, Can they're... somebody
1: hop for my face? Can you yes. start there?
0: Yeah,
1: couple, that's, that's,
0: <laughs> your that's, that's their name. That's, that's their name. Well, Here's let's bank. ask them right here. <laughs> what
1: do you think? Why do you have a cowlick cut into you? Why are you so bad at being straightened today?
0: Uh, there was some really good stuff in the first half of the year. There really, really was. Uh, I mean um,
1: Dragonov and uh I mean, Walter yeah,
0: certainly part of it but like there a was a match
1: of the year candidate.
0: There was some really really great stuff back then. And <sighs> it's all gone now except for the only the only thing I remember of these of these last few months is how much I love Tony D. Like it's just I'm sober I really am very excited for him and and break break a uh, uh future in this company and all over wrestling.
1: I would say I would throw Carmelo Hayes into that mix. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's true. Um, I guess, I guess to me, he existed before the change. That's so, fair. So, that's very fair. So, so yeah, so that's, that's interesting. Um, uh, okay. Uh, we got one from, from, from Sean Blantford, Um, and I don't want to get into a whole thing about it, but I do want to read it. Uh, it says, part of me hopes Roman no shows day one and vacates the universal title. I get being a company guy, but between the COVID outbreaks and all the releases the last two years, they deserve this. Well, let me tell you what's not going to happen, but I, I, I echo your sentiment. I do think he should put his foot down about some stuff. Like, Vince, if I get this, it's a bad way for me. So can we please at least test when I have to be in town kind of stuff? Yeah. As
1: bad as they are about things, yeah, I feel like that is something that would have they would have worked out behind closed doors. Yeah. I would hope so.
0: The badge of the one jam beard says "R.I.P. John Madden." Can Alex do a Madden voice? Uh no, <laughs> I can't. I, I, I like. Uh, well, no, hey, 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 no, we we'll go down here. You turn around and then throw you pass, and then I uh, know I, I don't. I have actually, uh no, I can't do it. Um, that
1: sounded like a mix between Walter and Tony D and Eddie Kingston all in yeah, one. Just it's, like- yeah,
0: yeah. He, John Madden definitely needed to, to, to end all of his calls with Potna.
1: Um
0: The nerd guru says uh, the best part of NXT twenty one to twenty twenty one is Cole killing Cross on the mic. The sad part, yet also bright side of it, is that they're both gone from this shit show. <laughs> oh man if you haven't if you haven't read the comments or heard cross talking about his time in nxt and and the main roster on renee podcast podcast it was
1: take a listen
0: something something okay here we go only three more jukeboxes ryan sullivan says can tony d nervously that's not something that's in his in, in tony d's vocabulary by the way ryan can tony d nervously ask the love of his life mona for a kiss on new year's eve by the way tony and Mona are brother and sister i don't know what yeah. the hell you people are doing
1: no, there's um, too many
0: weirdos on the internet for that. Sorry. No, 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 Ryan Sullivan, no, Sullivan. Listen, I, I don't know where you're please. No. Um, we got the we got the step host thing over on the other review Yeah, show. no, they're weird enough. They're, they're weird enough. We don't need any of that. Um uh but I, I don't know how he would nervously do anything, honestly. <laughs> hey, you come over here, put a smackaroo on the old mouth. Like, you know, that's I mean it. that's basically it. <laughs> So thank you for the super chat. I just don't think I could. I uh, uh, I was just wondering, perhaps if you could, uh, perhaps indulge me when the ball drops and the clock strikes the twelve. Might I be able to? I don't know. uh, Kiss you? No, that's not. That's not how.
1: No, I think that's like sixth grade, Tony D.
0: Yeah. Um. All right, we got one for. That's a. I I don't know a duet. Um. Uh. Which I, I I don't know if that if this is a duet, but I'll I'll I'll. We'll we'll do it. We'll, we'll do it. We'll, we'll do it. Um uh <clears throat> so I guess we'll just we'll um I guess we'll just go back and forth because it is New Year's Eve this weekend. Yeah. Uh and and the one that they play uh when the ball drops in Times Square, um is very famous. It's uh New York, New York, which fits into it's one of Tony D's two hometowns. So <laughs>
3: I'm
1: not thinking we should also be doing Chicago by Frank Sinatra, but that's yeah.
0: okay. No, it's just a different one. So I'll, I'll let you start with the first first line, and then I'll go on from there.
1: I wish I had my rockets kicking in here. Yeah, start spreading the
2: news. I'm leaving today.
1: I want to be a part of it,
2: New York, New York,
0: New, New York. York these vagabond shoes
2: are
1: longing to stray
0: right through the very heart of it new New york York, new New York. york i wanna wake up in a city that
2: doesn't sleep
1: and find i'm king of the
3: hill
2: top of the heap a number one. These little, the little town, town blues, blues. are melting away. I'll make a brand new start of it in old New York.
1: So not going to lie, we're going to stop there. Yeah. But on the lyrics, there's it says like verse one, and then it says, hook. Hook.
0: Yep. <laughs> I pop. Ryan Sullivan says, "I had to choose Moni because Kate has one impression.
1: <laughs> that's not true. I also do ever Levine. <laughs> it's
0: true. <laughs> she does.
1: And uh, that's it. I have two impressions.
0: <laughs> it's, it's All right, and here it is, the last of the night. Um, it's the 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 regal rap of the week is set adrift on memory bliss, <laughs> sent in by Zach Barber. Of course." Her? It is the cool. first rap song by a black artist to hit number one. <clears throat> All right. Um, here we go. All right. L- 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 get, me, get me into Regal here. Have a done Regal today.
1: Wall games. Ah, here we go.
2: <clears throat> <clears throat> the camera pans the cocktail glass behind the pa- pa- blind plastic plants. I found the lady with the fat diamond ring. Then you know I can't remember a damn thing. I think it's one of those deja vu things, or a dream that's trying to tell me something. Uh, Will I ever stop thinking about it? I don't know. I doubt it. Subterranean by design. I wonder what I would find if
0: I met you, let my eyes caress you, until I meet the thought of Miss Princess Who. I often wonder what makes her work. I guess I'll leave that question to the experts. "'Assuming there are some out there, "'they're probably alone, solitaire. "'I can
2: remember when I caught up "'with a past-time intimate friend. "'She said, I bet you're probably, uh, uh, "'probably gonna look, gonna say I look lovely, "'but you probably
0: don't think nothing of me. "'She was right, though. "'I can't lie. "'She's one of those corners in my mind, "'and
2: I just put her right back with the rest. "'That's the way it goes, it guessed. "'Baby, you send me. "'Baby, you send me set adrift "'on memory bliss of you.' baby you send me baby you send me set adrift on memory bliss of war games
0: <laughs> mark wasper, wasper says i love this show what wrestling product will we all gather around when ren x t gets inevitably cancelled during a Vince fit about pies or something
1: <laughs> it's so sad that that super chat seems so possible <laughs> Well, since know. we have a couple of minutes to kill, and we'd like to drive Sean crazy.
3: Yeah.
1: Any NXT resolutions you would like to see for next year? Uh,
0: whatever, whatever they call the the unification
1: mm-hmm. of
0: North American and and thing. Uh, Tony D's got to hold it. He's got to be a mid. He's not. I don't think he's. I don't think that they see him as a as a top of the top of the heap thing. But he can definitely like hold that. Uh, And the thing about it is that he could he's he could back it up in the ring so that he doesn't have to be a and and his his character shouldn't be a chicken shit heel. So like he certainly not him coming out there and be like, hey, which one of you want to come and get your head stove in? Like that could be a lot of fun to him doing open challenges. That could be really really good, you know. But like, but but you got to pay up to get beat up. Like you got like you got to come in and put down money.
1: Oh, I love that. Yeah. Mine is just for them to let William Regal out of whatever closet he's in.
0: Oh, I miss William.
1: Me too. Wall games.
0: Wall game. Well, hey, have, have him come back and do that. Have him come back and do that. Um okay. Yeah, I don't honestly like it's just I, I I I feel like a bunch of their their top guys. Are not going to be around this time next year in NXT. They're going all going to be up. Like they won't. They won't give them time to season. Like I feel like Waller's going up um, immediately. Breaker's going to be up there it, by the by the. I don't know by, by Mania maybe. Like Carmelo's they're not
1: th- going to. Carmelo
0: will go up to um,
1: take the IC title from Shinsuke and be in a tag team for four months for no reason.
0: <laughs> yeah, something like that. <sighs> All right. All well, right, next next year is New Year's Evil. Next week, right. next week is New Year's Evil. So we're gonna we're gonna have our New Year's celebration. <coughs> we're, we're, well, I'm I'm planning on on having noisemakers and a silly hat, uh, and maybe I'll maybe I'll figure out a way to like make a ball drop from up here. I don't know. That's probably not gonna happen. So don't 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 hold me to that. But
1: you have a tuxedo shirt.
0: I do have a tuxedo shirt. I
1: tuxedo. have dresses. <laughs>
0: Anyway, uh, where can they follow you, Kate?
1: You can follow me at Kate on Deck. I see you can catch me every Tuesday here. Losing my mind with this guy after being cracked out on coffee the entire yeah. night before. Wednesdays at the Mark Order Pod talking all things Ali, and Fridays doing AW Rampage and SmackDown with Sean Ross App, except yeah. for when it's Christmas and New Year's <laughs> Eve. <laughs> when it's Christmas, it's me and this guy. When it's New, it's New, Year's, like Eve.
0: New Year's Eve, is no, nothing because it's just, it's, it's nothing. Although it is Rampage. I don't know. Maybe maybe I'll maybe I'll we'll do a special oh, that's New right. Year, yeah. a New Year's Eve rampage edition. I don't know, probably not. Um, you can follow me on the Twitter at Alex uh Raw Review Late at night on Monday's uh SmackDown review when there is a SmackDown, probably on Saturday. Uh also I have a shirt, buy my merch sauer shirt. shop.fifel.com. Look at that amazing logo. It's beautiful. Um yeah, do that. Uh, and yeah, give it, give it plenty of time to get it for your sweetheart for Valentine's Day. So it's true. little early Valentine's Day gift. Um, thanks everybody for hanging out. At this point, I'm just taunting Sean. Yeah, no, we're just going.
1: killing minutes. No,
0: no, no, we don't need to do that to him. <laughs> uh, good night, everybody, and good stay cool. Good
1: night, everybody.
0: <laughs> Keep cool, Gabagool, and also with you